I'm Sam Spiri, a Dutch psychologist and healthcare entrepreneur. In the past few years, I became inspired by Buurtzorg, a Dutch healthcare organization based on just a few basic principles. These principles translate into highly effective and sufficient care. I traveled to the south of France to speak with Thijs de Blok of Buurtzorg International. This is the principles of Buurtzorg. Welcome to the podcast. last episode final one the final one yeah it's been a journey well quite quite a long day actually yeah no it's uh, but it's been good to also for myself to reflect on the things that we've been doing i've i've started thinking about some other things that end up a bit on the background sometimes a bit more again and it's it's refreshing yeah i can understand why it's like well it's kind of the whole story you tell them once in a whole day yeah i don't think you ever talk like eight hours to someone about birzer no oh. the speech is normally they're less than eight hours <laughs> they're less than eight hours can you tell everything in one hour in one speech it's not possible right well, you can give people a good idea on 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 what Buto is about, um, with a different fo- with a, uh, the focus is variable. If it's of course a different story if you speak to people that have no relation to healthcare than people in a room full of doctors, of nurses, or care professionals. But yeah, this um, what I've seen a lot in the past couple of years is that when I go somewhere and. I always ask how many people have heard of Bootsel already. That it went from quite a uh, small number of people to half the room. And now most people have heard of Bootsel already in whatever environment you come. So the name is getting out there and also what we do. And sometimes people have their own assumptions on what we do and, and, and how it works. Yeah. And sometimes people have a very good idea and... And that's also about the books that have been written about Bootsorg. Yeah, there's going to be a book written about these principles, right? About these principles, yeah. There will be uh, some new books are on the way. Jos is working hard on publishing uh, several, I think, at the moment. But there's also a lot written in the past and then. Uh, one one of the popular ones is of course uh, reinventing organizations by yes. Frederick Laloux, and it's quite nicely written. It's uh, something for on the nightstand. Yeah, yeah, it leaves you with a good feeling that that we are as a as a as a population, as a world population, going to this transformative phase where organizations will look different in the next twenty to thirty years, more inclusivity more diversity, more purpose-driven. And I've, I think it's, it's also in relation to, to the things that we had to do when for, uh, uh, for the Western society when we came out of World War II and in the 60s. It was still building up everything. Yeah. And now if I look at people my own age or even younger... Um, 
they 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 care about different things. Recently, speaking uh, at a meeting at the ITFA mm-hmm. International Documentary Film Festival in in Amsterdam, and uh, with a group of people, we were watching the documentary ex- about extinct rebellion on what uh, the climate mm-hmm. protest and, ma- and mainly in London. Yes. And if you looked at the answers that the younger people were giving compared to the older people, you can definitely see a change yeah. in behaving and what's important to have a job in the future. And the focus is not as much on money as everybody thinks. No. It's more on having a pleasant place to work and do what you think is important. Yeah. I think also the autonomy where you're talking about, it's really important for... Making your own decisions. Making your own decisions. And doing something great for the world. Try to do something, yeah, to fix it. To to fix. (laughs) (laughs) To fix the mess (laughs) of the past 40 years. (laughs) Yeah, to to make it great again, yeah. Interesting. If people have... Ik ga even vertellen wat ik ga doen, want eigenlijk... Wat we aan het doen zijn, is eigenlijk een heel mooi einde aan het breiden. Dus we gaan het einde alvast maken, vind je het goed? Ja, prima. En dan doen we straks even de theorie. Ja. In de... If, if people had listened to this podcast and think, wow, this is interesting, I want to know more. What can they do? Can they just... They can reach you out. Reach out to you? Yeah. Now, um, we have a website. Yeah. Uh, Bootsoft.com. We we are quite active on LinkedIn, and we post some things that that are happening within Bootsoft Netherlands at the moment, but also some things about our international partners. On there can be quite interesting, and we're starting up our own uh, international community platform, and we're launching some courses on there. There will be videos on there, so for people that really want to learn more about Bootsoft, they can also go to that. Um, and then apart from that, there's a lot of people who are talking about Bootsor. So from the outside, yeah, from uh, life sciences from Teal around the world, they they organize a nice online event every year. Um, corporate rebels about Bootsor. About yeah, but, uh, but from the life sciences, yeah, as Teal around the world. The oh, teal is the manier van organiseren. Yeah, dus dan zit. Wij zijn de enige die daarvoor betaald. We krijgen de rest die... Wie <laughs> pakt het van jullie? Ja. Um, Even opnieuw de zin van... Uh, er zijn een hoop uh, organisaties. Yeah. So there are a lot of... Um, befriended organizations... Who also talk about... Bootsorg and also help... People to learn about the principles. Um, there's Teal Around the World. An online event. It's a yearly online event where people speak about this new way of organizing that we always are very fond of. Corporate Rebels, um, an organization from the Netherlands that does a lot of learning around innovative business models. They've made some materials about Bootsor and some very good movies and video clips. Um, Yeah, and apart from that, the books that have been mentioned before in the podcast, and I would recommend everybody... To read a couple of them and to see if you actually <laughs> like it. To read in general, right? <laughs> to read in general <laughs> yeah. would be good. Yeah. All right, guys. 
thank you so much for making this podcast. Thank I, you. I really so. enjoyed it. It was so interesting to hear you talk about it. Thank you. You did yeah. a great job. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. And what's next for you? For Buurtzorg Internet. Die ga ik er straks tussen plakken. Ja. Maar het is misschien wel interessant om nog even erbij te doen. So, what is the next step for, for you and for Buurtzorg in general? Um, Buurtzorg in the Netherlands. Um, I, I think it's quite healthy at the moment. Uh, things are carrying on as they should. There's always the ongoing negotiations with the insurance companies and with the government and we have recently had elections so there's a new minister in healthcare <laughs> that we are building a relationship with um do you like him it's better than the last one okay <laughs> enough. um and for on the international part of things there's there's still a lot of people reaching out to us every day um there's the case study from Harvard Business School yeah. has been uh, and it's possible to travel again after the difficult past two years so in the next couple of months I'll be in various places speaking about the same principles that we've discussed in the podcast and and it's quite nice to see people again and to have the energy from a crowd again It's um, before COVID I was sometimes in, in in events or symposiums or seminars where at the end of the day some people were looking a bit sleepy in the crowd and the past ones I've been to it's people are actually quite happy to attend them again yeah so it's uh they they've maybe taken to a bit too much for granted to go to these sort of events yeah so and I'm also quite looking forward to it to to receive groups again and to be in other places again is, is the Buurtzorg, is, is your mission, is, is it ever done? Or? I don't think it'll be ever done. When, when is it done? When, when are you? First, I think the mission of Buurtzorg in the Netherlands was transforming healthcare. Yeah, you did. In, um, in the ambulatory sector. So the home, home healthcare nurses, home visiting nurses. And I think we did quite well. On that, yeah, the market share of Buurtzorg is about 17% at the moment. It's quite big. It's quite big, and especially if you looked at everything in Holland, is very fragmented. So we're the only national uh, home healthcare provider, and all the other ones are based in one city or village really or local. regional yeah. regional providers. So we're the only national one, and I think it's healthy to have a sort of open market it would be unhealthy if we would be the only one because then also there's no reference no autonomy by the clients they can choose and the yeah. clients should be able to choose yeah and that that's that's a good thing because in all the regions in holland the clients can choose to have care by Buurtzorg, and that's quite important so is our work done in holland i don't think so but we've come a long way and on an international level it's endless of course. Improve uh, the whole care system in the whole world. Inspire everybody. Inspire everybody. Inspire and, and, and not to do it ourselves, but to inspire organizations that then can implement it on a local level. And that that's really the enjoyment that we uh, 
we get from the That's international great. activities. Enjoy them. Thank we'll you. Say. If you liked listening to this podcast, follow me on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or brilliant ideas, feel free to mail to podcast at birdsurg.com and we will answer you right away. See you in the next episode.